This event was recorded live at the 2017 Edinburgh International Book Festival. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the Edinburgh International Book Festival. And a huge welcome to our guest this morning, Charlie Borman, who has written this wonderful book. I strongly recommend it. It's just great. And we'll it's on get... sale just over there. <laughs> <laughs> or on Amazon. That's not the end of the talk. <coughs> yeah, we've got a few things to say before that. Um, briefly, I will be talking to Charlie for about 40 minutes and then it'll be your turn. So have your questions ready and I'm sure there will be plenty. And afterwards, as he's already said, he will be signing in the book tent so you may form an orderly queue. Right at the end, and I'll remind you if you could let us leave the stage first so we can get all set up there. That would be great. Well, you'll know Charlie from his highly successful TV exploits, Long Way Round, Long Way Down, with his friend Ewan McGregor, and his solo trips like Race to Dakar and By Any Means and Extreme Frontiers. And they are all, it's fair to say, grit and gravel stuff from the back of a powerful motorbike or two, hectic and involving and always with... Charlie's trademark love of life and bravado. <laughs> this book, this book, is about a different sort of adventure. It's, um, if the trips I mentioned before took courage, what happened to Charlie after February last year took a different sort of bravery. Charlie, it is really good to have you here. <laughs> I know, I know, it was tough Once you've read the book, yeah, you'll know it's really good to have you here. But before we get on to the story in the book, mm. must acknowledge our friend at the end there. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the bike I actually crashed. Well, not that particular one, but... Um, it wouldn't have been possible to rebuild that, would it? No, sadly <laughs> not. It was, that was destroyed. Uh, yeah. No, it was... It was um, no, it's nice. I mean, I think motorbikes have always been part of my life. And, and so, you know, it's important, bikes. And, and, um, and I suppose when you have a, an injury... You know, I've had lots of injuries over the years and, and broken lots of bones... Um, but but never so much and 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 so brutally uh, all at the same time really and and I think that was for me that was the biggest difficulty was 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 you know having broken both legs absolutely um, can you just describe for us what it felt like the first time you got on a bike first time ever in your life first well. <clears throat> I was, um, um, I grew up in Ireland. I don't know how many of you know, but my father's a film director, a guy called John Borman, who directed films like Deliverance and Excalibur and Hope and Glory and Emerald Forest and all that kind of stuff. And, 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 um, and as kids, we, we just sort of knocked around um, with dad and we went from, you know, we would go from living in, in Los Angeles to, to the South Pacific to Brazil. And then, then our home was in Ireland. And, 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 um, and my father loved riding horses and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So, so, so we... We sort of grew up there and we had horses and it was quite a, an idyllic um, upbringing, you know, in, in very rural Ireland at the time. This is, you know, I'm 50 now, so this was, you know, 40-something years ago. And, um, uh, and so we rode horses and I used, to, I used to ride a lot of horses and, 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 um, and a bit of hunting and, and, and stuff like that. And then I, I met a guy called um, Jason Connery. My father was making a film called Zardos with, with Jason. Uh, with with my father and um, and it was famous. If you Google it when you get back, just Google Sean Connery in nappies, and and that would be. It's true. It does the outfit that my yeah. father made him wear. <laughs> yeah, you and you and Jason were were friends together because your yeah. fathers working together, weren't you? Yeah, my father, my parents, yeah. my yeah, my our parents worked together, and 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 you know they got on very well. And in fact, Sean Connery was um, um my mother said because she was she'd met everybody that you could possibly imagine in the film industry, and you know she was all very blase about it. She was from Northern Germany. Uh, you know, uh, uh, she was the, 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 the daughter of a, of a farmer, you know, and she, and she left rural northern Germany, went to Hollywood, and, 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 she, and she absolutely, you know, had the most fantastic time. But when Sean Connery walked in the room, you know, she'd go all gaga. <laughs> and, I mean, she really would. She was the costume designer. Yeah, she was a costume designer. Did she designer. put him in the nappies? She put him in the nappies, yeah. I think okay. that was... You can wonder That's why. That's insight, yeah. She'd go, Sean, I'm just putting these little tiny budgie smugglers on, and... Um, that explains it. But that explains yes. it. But she would go, and then, and then he, he stayed there, uh, and, and, and Mum said, well, why don't you stay at the house? You know, there's plenty of room. And um, uh, I'm now wondering why she said that. But anyway. 
No oh one else. Oh my god. I could have put that in the book. Um, but uh, anyway, and so but he said, okay, I'll stay, but I insist on paying you. So, so he would, every, 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 every Friday, he would count out would he? his money. And from his, uh, from his per diem, you know, you get paid money when That's you're reacting. And then he would go, anyway, so, so <laughs> all that was kind of going on. And then, and then Jason got, there was a little Honda monkey bike um, uh, in the barn, which, which wasn't working, that someone had left there. And, and Jason made me push it um, endlessly up and down the driveway to get it going and eventually got it going. And then after about a couple of hours, eventually Jason was very kind enough to let me have a go. <laughs> and, um, and he, uh, <laughs> he, he uh, uh, so I had to go and, and I was, I, I, and, and just um, dad and Sean and a couple of other people were, we had this house sort of like on this bit of a hill and there's a big bit of grass here. And I came riding up the, the dirt path and onto the grass and went past dad and as I went past dad he just leant over and just grabbed me by the hair and pulled me off the bike <laughs> and I was hanging there furious about that he'd, he'd pulled me off the bike and then I looked round at the bike and the bike just went straight into a barbed wire fence so maybe I should have known then that I was going to crash a lot but that was my, my first time really and, and, then, and then with a guy called Tommy Rochford who was a local guy in the village and, and he I kept hearing this two stroke engine and um you know, it was it was just a beautiful noise, and um, and I eventually found him out, and 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 Tommy let, let me have a go. I couldn't touch the the foot pegs of the bike; I was too small. And and he put it in first gear, and I rode around the field until I fell off, and and that was it. I, I, I was hooked, it's and it was weird. mostly I was hooked because 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 I suddenly realised that that with a motorbike you didn't have to muck it out, clean it, <laughs> feed it. You know, look after it, and and you know, having have you fed the horse yet? <laughs> you know, so and I could ride it all day, and then just lean it up against a wall, and 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 it was brilliant. Well, you say that, but also in the book you say that bikes have personalities, like they horses do, do yeah. and some of them you have to kind of creep up on, and <laughs> yeah, you yeah, no, they they do. All bikes have a have a personality, and 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 especially um, you know ones with the sort of carbureted ones, slightly older bikes. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I used to have a, a Honda XR 600R with some most beautiful, beautiful bike, like a big trail bike, um, kind of off-road thing. And, 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 and that was such a bugger to start. And it was a kickstart. It was a big engine, so it was, you know, it was an ankle breaker. So if you got it wrong, you could get flicked off the bike. The, the, the rear kickstart would come back so fast. <laughs> but I realized if I snuck up behind it... <laughs> And if I jumped on it really quickly, started it really fast, it, it, would, it would go. Uh, but if it knew you were there, you know, it would just go, no, yeah, you're not starting this puppy, you know. And, uh, and it was just like my horses were snowy. We had this beautiful horse, Snowy. And, and you know, you could go into the field w w with him. And, 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 and I, I did this to impress my wife once. And, and you go into the field with him and you'd call him over and you'd come over and, and you, you'd stroke him and, and I, could, I, could, I could grab and I could jump on. And then ride around the field with no bridle or, or anything like that. And, and he was beautiful, had this beautiful soft back. And, and he was an ex-circus pony. And you could slide off his back and you could sit between his back legs. Amazing horse. But the minute you came in with the bridle, <laughs> gone. <laughs> you know, and you'd, you'd hook it behind your, your, your thing, tuck it into your jeans at the back yeah. and hide it. And he'd still know. It was an amazing horse. There are, there are I think, some other... Yeah, I'm sure she was very impressed. There are, I think, some other parents in, in the house who, who may worry sometimes if their sons say they want to be on a motorbike. Did anyone in your family ever object? I d I, you know, Dad and, Dad and, and Mum were always <coughs> was brilliant, really. We, 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 all of us did all sorts of different things. And, and, and I think maybe because Dad loved horses and riding and, and he was a very adventurous kind of guy, I, I definitely got my sort of sense of adventure from him. And 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 um, and and he he never once ever uh, um, you know said anything. I'm sure they worried like all parents do. But 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 um, uh, but he he never he never stopped us doing anything really. And and so that was never. And and you know motorbikes weren't really in in my um, my mother's side or my father's side. No one really rode motorbikes. So so I I, I don't know where that came from. Now we have to address the matter of what happened last year, Charlie. What, oh, yeah. what, what happened and where were you? Um, Tell us about that day. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was interesting because this is kind of how the book kind of came about, really. And, and, and um, I, uh, about 18 months ago now, I, mean, I don't know if you noticed, I'm still kind of hobbling from, from, from the accident. And, and, and um, 
um, and I was just down l launching this bike when it first came out. <laughs> launching, I, <laughs> I, uh, it's very nice of them to lend you another one. Very nice to lend me another one, yeah. I thought they never would. But um, so, so I was just, we were launching and we had the world's press there. And, and it was sort of day two of five days of riding. Um, with all the different press from around the world in Portugal, Portugal, yeah, just in the Algarve, and 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 um, so I, I got the bike, and, and it was the second morning, and, and everything was going really well, and, and very early in the morning, bright blue sky, and the sun was very low, and directly behind me, and the the riders had uh, I'd stopped to to pick up a puncture repair kit, and and um, uh, and then I was just slowly catching them up, going out of this town, and and as I passed this car, the car just decided to turn left down this down this little dirt road. And, and, and I found out later that it was a, it was a, little, a little rat run. To, so normally you'd have to go up the road and then back down. And, and so this car just cut the corner. And so I just went with it. I tracked with the person and then, um, and then found myself flying through the air. And, and by the time the, uh, I was flying through there, I was already on the other side of the road. And, and I was flying through there and, and I just remember seeing this big pavement and this wall. And, and so I just thought, oh, bad word. <laughs> This is going to really hurt, and and it and it and it did, yeah, and 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 I remember just I, I've fallen off a lot in the past, and 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 um, but this one was the first time I'd really felt a really massive jar, and and there was like four huge thumps, and 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 then I kind of stopped, and then of course when you when you crash a bike, you 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 um, you the first immediate is to get up, pick the bike up, and pretend you hadn't crashed, because so your mates didn't see you, you know. <laughs> And um, so I went to get up, and, and as I went to step forward, I, my leg was just flopping all over the place, and there was all these bones and blood. That's exactly and, what I did when I read kind of it. Stuff. Exactly yeah. <laughs> and then I thought, oh shit, that's not good. And, and so I kind of sat back, and, 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 um, and then by that stage, a bunch of people turned up. It was that up. amazing woman who stopped, wasn't there? Mm. And Anna. Kept you yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and, 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 and actually, one of the first people on the scene was this, this lady called Anna, who actually was working. In the hotel we're staying at, and 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 um, uh, and she came and she said she thought she'd seen it was like a big plastic bag flying through the air, is what she thought, <laughs> and it was actually that was me, but um, uh, and um, and the bike was 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 quite badly destroyed, and I don't know because I wasn't I wasn't going fast fast, I was, you know, because we were just coming out of a out of a out of a small town, and um, but somehow the bike just got wrecked, and 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 um, and I remember. Lying there, and I remember the the rear suspension on swing arm, which is a drive shaft, were were was were under my legs, and and um, and they for about two and a half hours, three hours, they couldn't find the rear wheel, and the rear wheel had bounced down that dirt road and into someone's garden, and um, but I mean the good thing about the whole thing is is that, you know, I was the first person to destroy that model, so. <laughs> So I've got that going for me, <laughs> but it was I, I, and 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 at that stage I, th I think you're just and I kept being very British. I kept apologising. But you wasn't going to say I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah I'm then... fine. I'm terrible. Just give me ten minutes. Yes. And, and, and I'll be up, and they're all going, oh fucking <laughs> hell! I don't know about that. <laughs> it was a compound uh, fracture, wasn't it? Yeah, no, I, I'd yeah, completely was... smashed my tibia and fibula here, um, and I'd um, on my right ankle, I'd, I'd very badly dislocated and broke it. And then I broke my hand as well, and and it was like a it was like a kind of a uh, it was like this 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 um this big wagon wheel that was just going faster and faster and 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 you you're in this little bubble when you when you have these huge crashes. I had a massive crash a long time ago. I went through the window of a car and took all the side of my face out. Oh, is that when and when your wife was in? The my car wife was in the yeah, car with yeah. me. And it was an awful crash as well. And I remember being in that bubble, and and. Um, uh, and, and, and you're sort of in this bubble lying on the ground and these people seem, seem to be keep kept appearing and disappearing out of this bubble. And, and, and you sort of focus on the immediate people that are helping you, you know. And, uh, uh, and it, was, it was just uh, very surreal. And, 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 um, and um, uh, this was about sort of 9.15, 9.30 in the morning and I'd just spoken to Ollie and, and, and one of the guys rang up Ollie and he says, oh, I don't know when you just spoke to Charlie. She goes, well, I don't know, about 9 o'clock, this was like 9.30. And they go, oh, well, he's had a little accident. And she went, oh, okay. And he goes, oh, I think, we, we think he's broken his leg. And she thought, well, that's okay, you know. And, and, then, and then another point, goes, well, he think he's broken it quite badly. And then, and then actually, and then it was only a bit later on that they realised that my right ankle was badly dislocated <laughs> they rang him back and going, well, actually, we think it's his right leg as well, so maybe you should come out. And, 
and then oh, and then then they rang again later on saying yes, he's broken his hand as well. <laughs> so I remember waking up the next morning, you know, having gone through the operation and everything. I woke up the next morning and I was lying like this, and I had this hand. <laughs> and I was looking, thinking, oh my God, what's happened? You know, but um, and and it was it was just um extraordinary the the whole thing of, you know, uh, when they're sort of caring for you that they, they had to straighten the leg um on on the road and put a put a splint in. That was pretty awful. And also, there's a danger, um, isn't it, when you've had an accident like that on the road, the, the, the infection. Yeah, infection, in. dirt. And, I mean, it, and, and you know, because it's an open, open wound. You know, you, you know, from when they cut, cut the trousers, a bit of that dust. You tried to stop into, them doing that. I did, right. yeah, with yeah. a nice pair of trousers. <laughs> but and then they wanted to cut my jacket off, and I'm going, whoa, just hang on a minute. I said, there's nothing wrong up here. I'll take it off. Okay, <laughs> and uh, and then they were going to cut my 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 helmet. I'm going. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, um, yeah. So, 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 and all the while, this this lady Anna was 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 helping me. Yeah, and, and actually supporting and, your. And she was supporting my legs because I could only keep them sort of bent, and I was holding this one because this was just all flopping around. There was there was nowhere to put your leg, you know, like you would here. You know, there was just it was only being held on by the muscle and sinew here. Everybody's and, uh, okay with breakfast and <laughs> stuff, yeah. Yes, if you look under your seat, there's vomit back. <laughs> <laughs> Exit, sir. Um, uh, yeah, no, and, 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 and I remember sort of then going to the hospital and then, and then it all just slowly dawning on you that, that oh, this is going to be really bad. And, 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 and that's how it went. It just, and then the, the, the doctor said, look, you know, there, there was a real worry because they weren't sure how the foot would go, leg would go back and would everything sort of fit and, and, and all this kind of stuff. So they, they did an amazing job and cleaned it out. And so they did a fantastic job in Portugal. How long were you in hospital for? In there Portugal? I was there for about a week. And then, um, and then, and then I was repatriated. You had to share out. a room at one point, didn't you? I was sharing, yeah, with this Dutch guy. He broke his shoulder dancing. <laughs> Uh, crawling on a on a nightclub floor, he was six seventy two, crawling on a nightclub floor at five in the morning, and fell off the the bar. And uh, and he snored quite a lot and farted a lot. So I remember waking up to this snoring and farting guy. It was very nice, yeah, really nice guy. But you know. But at the back of your mind, then, were you still thinking this is? A quick recovery. I'll be fine. You know, there is stuff, yeah. stuff I need to do. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you sit there thinking, OK, well, you know, it's a couple of broken legs. I'll, 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 it doesn't look that bad. I'll, I'll be OK. And then um, when I got repatriated back to, to, to London, it was only then that we realised that my left leg uh, and the, the right ankle needed to be operated on again because they'd only um, uh, temporarily supported it. And, and there was a big rod going through my ankle that's coming out of the skin like that. That looked really weird as well. <laughs> and, um, uh, and then they realised that the, the two plates that they put in here weren't strong enough for the brake. The brake was a big shatter. If you see in the book, there's, there's a... There's, which you can get over there. Um, <laughs> the only reason I'm here, you know, I mean, really. Um, uh, and there was a big area like this that was all just shattered. And, and the plates just weren't holding it together so every time you lifted the leg the, the it would just bend so then they decided to take the plates out and put this big cage around my leg and 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 then that Pretty was dramatic. uh oh, yeah. that was just awful and they had all these wires going through it and holding it all together and um uh and then and then they still you know you suddenly realize that this is going to take you know an awfully long time so i was i was five months in hot in bed and 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 and, and then um and then in a wheelchair and then and then um, lots of physiotherapy and and it just took, a, and then the, the frame came off after nine months because all the wires started snapping, because um, I was putting more and more weight on it, and um, and then and then and then we realised that the that the main break was non-union, so so um, so I had to have a, a rod put through it, and but for that ten days, I, I it was just bending around. So every time I put my sock on, it would bend down. <laughs> it was just, and you were just going fucking hell. <laughs> Very un, you know, unsatisfactory. Um, you did thing. form an amazing relationship with your doctors, though. It comes across yeah. really strong. No, they were the amazing book. guys, and just lovely. And 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 um, and you know, you have to put your faith in them. And 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 um, 
you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's very tricky because you just don't know if they're doing the right thing, if you've got the right guy, could there, could there be someone better, you know, and, and all those kind of things. And, and so at some stage you really do have to just put your trust in them. And, um, and, and, you know, they've done an amazing job. And, but it was, it, was ten, ten, it was 10 operations so far, and, and, um, and there's another two or three. Yeah. But, but it, was, it, it was quite hard, you know, when, you, when, you, um, when, you, uh, when you're lying there, you know, and, you, and, 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 um, and for months in bed and, and, and stuff like that, and, and, uh, uh, and you just think, you know, like small things and all sorts of stuff starts to become complicated, like going to the bathroom, you know, uh, being in a, in a commode, in a, in a, in a, in a bedpan and, and stuff like that. I mean, that's just awful. And then, and then, and then I, I, I progressed to a, to a, to a commode. Which was which was much better by the bed, and 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 then um, I, I do remember at one stage, sort of, I was starting to sort of bum shuffle around, and you know, use crutches a little bit, and 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 stuff like that, and and then I, I realised that actually maybe I could get to the onto the bottom toilet, underneath the stairs, and 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 I and I'd be thinking about it for a few days, trying to figure out how I would do it, <laughs> and I realised that I could, if I could get in my wheelchair, I could get to the to the to the to the hall, and 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 on the first two steps of the landing, I could sort of go and then I bum shuffled down the two steps, bum shuffled along the, along the along the the hallway, and then there's this little door underneath the stairs where the where the toilet is, and, and two steps down, and I thought if I go put the two steps down, I could swing round. And yeah. I'd be on the toilet, and it's like, yeah, you know. And so that's one thing you really miss, and it's extraordinary how much you miss it. And, North and um, face so, of the Iger, part yeah, of the part, toilet, yeah. you know, yeah. Get onto that toilet, and um, and and so I, I thought, this I can do this. And so I was sitting there, and I, I got up to swing round and missed the toilet, and wedged myself between the toilet and the wall, and I was like this, like that, with my trousers down like that, and thinking. Oh Christ! This is, you know, this. And then just at that point, my Kinvara, my daughter who's here, um, walked past and she looked down. She says, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and I said, "I said, well, I, I missed the toilet." And I said, "Can you help me?" She goes, "No." <laughs> and I had to pull myself eventually back, and I finally got into the toilet. Which, which brings me... Fab, and then you're thinking, God, how do I wipe my bum? And, yeah, which and actually... That part of it, I just... Yeah, which you know. Anyway, I won't bore you with wife, that. Because <laughs> yes, that, my that wife, because... That segues to your wife, because I wish she was here today. She sounds... No, fantastic. ...gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. <clears throat> and I, I don't know whether it was the bareback riding or whatever won her over, but, <laughs> you know, she's, I just got lucky. I was punching way above my, my... But it took you a while to get together with her, Charlie, you know? <laughs> You didn't, did. you, yeah. Anyway, no, um, no, no. I mean, I, th I think Ollie's no. Ollie's been fantastic, and it was really difficult because um, because not only did I I break my I broke my legs, but just a, a couple of a month or so later, um, Dune, our oldest daughter, went skiing, and 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 then um, and she she on the second night came out of a nightclub and slipped on the ice and broke her jaw quite badly. That is a and, horrible um, accident. Yeah, no, it was horrible, and she and she she um, cracked a lot of her teeth and, mm. and stuff like that, and. And then, so we were trying to get her from the hospital back to, to here, and then she had to she had to then go and get all her her, her mouth wired up and, and and all this kind of stuff. And all this was going on, and poor Ollie was, you know, not only look, trying to look after me because I I was really stuck in bed at that stage. And 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 um, uh, yeah, so so she really she really took on a lot, and and and. Um, but you know, brilliantly, and she's very practical, my wife, and 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 she just sort of stuck it stuck it in, and thought, right, you know, th this is what we do, and and she was brilliant, and and she, you know, she would just sort of every time I um I uh, would do something stupid, she she just um yeah, just, just nod her head and just go okay, yeah, and then <laughs> move on from there. She has you to know. do that quite a bit, quite a bit, really. Yeah. It's but it's, it's it's all good fun. You know? <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go back again to your childhood and yeah. your father. This this famous film. When did you first become aware that he was the famous film director, John Borman, and not just your dad? I, I think I th I, it was probably quite a long time. I mean, I mean, we we as children. There's four four children. There was my my twin sister Daisy, Katrina, and Talsha, and and and, um, and we uh, would follow dad all around the world while he made his movies. And and he was always he always made very challenging, very difficult movies. And um, um, and then and then you know as children we were always just thrown into 
into his movies. He would always say, you know, why pay for children when I've got four free ones? <laughs> and, and we would just get thrown in. And, 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 um, and, and for me, uh, uh, it wasn't until I sort of went 15 or 16 when I went to... I didn't go to a proper school until I was about 13, 14, because uh, I'm, I'm very heavily dyslexic. And, and, and so yeah, we'll I had lots of tutors and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and so we would just go in and out of movies. I mean, the first movie I was ever in was in, was in um, a film called Deliverance. Did, did anyone see that? <laughs> I wasn't the banjo player. Just, uh, <laughs> or the guy in the bushes. But, uh, um, uh, but right at the end, very end of the movie, there's a, there's a, a, um, when John Voight comes back um, to, to his wife, there's a little boy sitting on a chair, on a, on a, on a, on a bed or a chair. And that's me, little little thing. And, and my father said, "Look, if you sit on a sofa with that bloke, I'll give you a tricycle." <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very dodgy, I know. <laughs> that was back before health and safety, and you know, bag of sweets. No, uh, and it it. Uh, and so I remember, and I remember saying, "But I wouldn't look in the right direction." And 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 so my father. Um, uh, got this this tricycle that he promised me and he gave it to one of the film crew and and, and so every time I had to look somewhere the, <laughs> the guy behind the camera would move the the this tricycle that I remember it was cherry red with red fla- yellow flames um coming off the off the off the mud guard it was beautiful works Tassels. now with just with that size bike just the yes. <laughs> focus big toy now but you described yeah. going to the Cannes film festival wasn't it with him and mm. there was a big crush of people and you suddenly thought this is what he is. This is what he does. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there are moments, I suppose, you do, and you, you, you know, when you're a kid, and you know, we'd go off and play around in, in the countryside, and Mum would have a big megaphone and shout for lunch, and we'd come back, and there'd be <laughs> these people there, you know, and Sean and Burt Reynolds, and you know, all sorts of different Lee people. Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin. Lee was, yeah. He, he, Lee Marvin was was my was was my twin sister and I's godfather, and um, he was useless godfather. <laughs> and, and I mean, not ever one present ever, you know. And he was usually drunk when. Um, but he he was a, he, he was a great lifelong friend of my father and was a huge influence on my father. He my he my father he'd seen one of my father's films and and then asked him to come over to America to make Point Blank, which I think is one of Dad's best movies. And um, and that sort of rocketed Dad into 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 stardom. Then he went on and did Deliverance and etc. But but um, but I do remember <laughs> some great stories about Lee. And, and and I do remember one. They were celebrating the success of of uh, Point Blank, and they were in Malibu, uh, just outside Los Angeles on the PCH. And, and, and on Malibu Pier, there was a very famous restaurant there. And 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 they'd been in the restaurant and. Lee had gotten really drunk, and, and my mum and my two sisters, older sisters, were there. And um, and when they um, uh, so they got out of the of the restaurant, Lee was going to go and drive the car, but he could barely walk. So they had this tussle, and Dad grabbed the keys off him, and ran to the to the driver's side of the door, got in, rolled up the window, and locked the door. <laughs> my two sisters dived into the back of the car with my mum, and Lee wouldn't get in the car. And, and then eventually Lee climbed onto the roof of the car and said, I'm not getting off until you let me drive. And then Dad thought, oh, you know, and he thought, well, anyway, you know, it's only half a mile down the road. So, so he's, he, and you've got to remind that PCH is one of the busiest roads in Los Angeles. And so he drives with Lee on the roof of the car <laughs> and drives down the PCH. And he's only driving, dri- driven about 200 metres when this police bike on the other side comes up and sees this person on the roof of the car and, and he spins around, flicks the lights on and Dad pulls over and the policeman pulls over behind him and, and then you can imagine the things Lee's now saying to the policeman. I mean, and, uh, and so the policeman completely ignores him and he comes and he taps on the window if Dad's got, Dad rolls down the window and he leans in and he goes, Sir, do you realise you have Lee Marvin on the roof of your car? <laughs> And my father said, well, actually, yes, I do. And he goes, that's fine, sir. Have a nice evening. <laughs> and, then, and then that was it. He was gone. <laughs> oh, God. One of, the, one of the great things about the book is the fact that, I think it's fair to say that up, up until the moment of this accident, you were not the most reflective person. I mean, obviously, you're thoughtful yeah. and you're smart, but, you know, you weren't given to introspection. Yeah. And it sort of forced you into it and one of the most moving things is when you describe how you were and that came across just now when you were talking about it when you were a child and you were carefree and happy-go-lucky and then this thing happened to you dyslexia happened to you and it changed you quite profoundly for quite a long time didn't it 
Yeah, no, it was it was very difficult. I I, I was very lucky to be diagnosed so early. Um, we were living in Los Angeles at the time and had this amazing tutor who, who she recognized it and then had me test. You can't really be tested for dyslexia from you know, until you're about seven onwards. And, 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 um, and I had dyslexia quite badly. And, um, <clears throat> and then we, we came back to Ireland. My father took a year out to, to, to try and help me learn to read and, and stuff. And because I was sort of stuttering on the words, I, I, um, I started creating a stutter. And this was speech impediment, and I, and I couldn't, um, I couldn't get the words out like I couldn't, you know, from 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 the book, and and so yeah, and so that created quite a long time of, of 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 having this stutter and trying to get my get my point across, and and then I had to learn to sing, so I could sing my sentences, um, uh, and then eventually I, I I stopped stuttering, and I still occasionally when I get stressed or nervous, I still sometimes find it difficult to launch a sentence. And and um, but Dad was amazing. He spent a year with me almost every day um, doing that. Well, no, I do remember we were in the swimming. We had, we, we lived in in Ireland, the country, and this river that runs through the the property, and there's a big swimming hole, and we were all just about to dive in. And my sister Katrina was there, and I, and I was going, and I was going, Katrina, you got your. And, and she's what? And I was going, oh, shut up! And she dived into the water, and as she dived into the water, I said, you've got your watch on. <laughs> 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 uh, that'll teach her. Yeah. But, um, uh, but yeah, no, and, uh, but that was different. But there's all sorts of things in your life that change you, you know. And, and I remember, you know, that was a big thing. And then, you know, I remember, um, uh, you know, my parents splitting up when I was a bit older. And then, you know, I, I lost my sister Talsha to cancer. And she had a varying cancer, very young. And um, she. Uh, yeah, so that, that that was quite hard, and that was quite a big, um, that was uh, that was a huge battle for her, which she eventually lost, and 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 um, and all those things kind of change you a little bit, and 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 you you know you walk away from some of those things, and I mean it was only it was only I think two years ago that I finally deleted her her telephone number. <laughs> I understand that. I think everybody will understand that. But it it was that process, wasn't it, of having to to lie there absolutely immobile. Yeah to force yourself back to the good times and the bad. Yeah. And you're incredibly empathetic at the time with people in wheelchairs, something that you really confess you'd never really thought about before, the restrictions of it, how it feels. Well, I, I don't think you do, really, until you, you're kind of stuck in a wheelchair. I mean, I suppose the book, really, I, th I think when you've had a huge trauma, you know, like that, you, you become quite reflective and, 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 and you're stuck in situations and, you know, you, you and it's situations where you where you haven't been before, and 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 um, and I remember sort of sitting down, sort of thinking about, you know, my, my agent rang me up and said, "Oh, look, John, I think you should, I think you should write a book because I think you'll go mad," and and just lying there, and 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 I thought, well, I don't know, would anyone really want to read it? And 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 then and then I spoke to my dad about it, and he he said, "Well, he said, why don't you why don't you sort of do it um, uh, with 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 the accident?" You know, and then maybe use your recovery as a as as the spine of the book, and then be because you've you've had a trauma, you become very reflective about um, about your life and things that happened to you in the past, and um, and so so that was the idea. And then of course, being a movie director, he said you should start it when you're lying on the road, <laughs> thinking what the fuck just happened. You know, it's a great start. So it sort of hopefully it has that kind of movie it does. start it you know really does, yeah. and then and um but but i did i, I did i did realize i spent a fair bit of time in, in 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 a wheelchair and realized how how you know i have friends in wheelchairs but never realized how difficult it is and 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 how restrictive it is and 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 how you know i mean, I mean i'd be walked to the cafe with ollie and she'd be pushing me and people would come up and say hi and they'd go and so how's charlie <laughs> And I'm going. Well, I'm just down here, actually, uh, and and you know. So and it's just it's interesting. I'm sure there's a lady here nodding her head, thinking, Christ Almighty. And sixty percent of places you just can't get into. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, it's and and it's and then and so so many pavements are so badly bumpy that, you know, I used to push. I used to get Ollie to push me on the road because it was because um, it was too bouncy. My leg was sticking out like this with this big cage and you know, like that, and it's just like so painful. And and um, and then I remember a car stopping and sort of shouting at me, 
so get out on the pavement, what are you doing? And I said, and, and, and you sort of trying to explain and, and they're just not interested. And Ooh, so yeah. next time you see someone pushing along the road, it's yeah. usually because the pavement's terrible. Yeah. Um, um, and so all sorts of things like that, you know, and then people come up to me, so, so Charlie, so that's it then, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucking hope not. Well, <laughs> One, one thing they might have imagined, Charlie, is that you, you weren't actually going to get back on a bike again. And actually, you got back on a bike way too soon, did you not? Well, I was always, yeah, I, mean, I remember I was always going to get back on. Really. <laughs> I, I, I never really, not. I remember speaking to, the, speaking to the surgeon, and I said, you know, you know, come on, realistically, you know, how long is it going to be before I'm going to get on the bike? Looks at my legs, and he goes, I haven't even operated. <laughs> he said about two years. And, 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 um, but, you know, I, <clears throat> I think you, um, you know, for me, it was always about, you know, the, my, my, my drive was to get back on the bike and, and to ride again and, and, and stuff. And, and, um, uh, and so that was always, that was the thing. So then I started about, I think it was five or six months into the. Well, you got rehab. on Olivia's bike, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, on her when moped. you shouldn't have done Well, Charlie. I couldn't change the gear on my bike because I had the cage. So I thought, well, if I get on my bike's moped, I can, I, it has a, a little place where you can put your feet in this twist and go. And I thought, well, I'll just do that. <laughs> and, um, uh, and so I was riding along and that was brilliant. And, and, and I remember, again, it was one of those things where you're sitting and lying in bed thinking, mm, I could do this, <laughs> you know? And then uh, I, uh, I remember I could barely walk on my crutches and, and, and I was sort of hobbling out. And, um, and, 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 and my wife has this sort of, this skirt that you put over, or this blanket that you put over your, your bikes in winter when you're riding around. So I took that off and, um, and I thought, oh, okay, I think I can do this. And then, so I, I kind of took the bike off thing and I, I got on, put my helmet on, got on. And just as I was about to go off, my, my other daughter, Dune, was there and she came out of the house going, what are you doing? And I said, oh no, no, Ollie said there was something wrong with the bike. <laughs> and I went down the road and, and I kind of went around, just, just around the block and I came onto the sort of the more busy, road and I was going along thinking god this is fast and all these cars were overtaking <laughs> me and I'm thinking bloody hell everyone's crazy and I looked down and I was doing 10 miles an hour <laughs> and I thought right I've got to speed up a little bit more here you know and so so I, I kind of came back around and then my daughter was, she was saying dad get off the bike what are you doing and I said oh well, don't aren't you going to Hammersmith in a minute and she goes yeah and I said well get a helmet I'll give you a lift and she went oh okay <laughs> Because it suited her, you know. Did it feel good? But it felt amazing, and it felt, I felt like freedom again, and, and, and it meant I could go up, and I'm, I'm part of this restaurant up in, up in Shoreditch and called The Bike Shed, and, 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 um, and I, I, you know, we just sort of got the restaurant going, and I hadn't been there, and, and it meant now that I could ride up and down and, and just have a bit of freedom. So I'd ride around town with these crutches in, in between my... I got stopped by the police at one stage... <laughs> And he went, oh, hello, Charlie. And I went, oh, hi. <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, what are the crutches for? And I, I, put this, I put this blanket back on by that stage. And, and, and so I pulled it down and had these shorts on and this big cage. And he went, oh, oh, God, oh, go, go. <laughs> but, uh, the kindness but, uh, of the but it was, it, it was nice, it was nice. And it was just lovely to have that freedom again. And, and, then, and then I fell off um, that bike as well. Yeah. Standing still. I, I was going to get stupid. to that. <laughs> just so stupid, and 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 and, and I, I was just backing the bike up, and and, and I'd readjusted that that uh, blanket, and I must have just got it wedged between the steering wheel and the and the thing. So I went backwards and was on full lock, and I got on the bike and I went to accelerate off, and the the, the steering wheel didn't didn't turn, and I just went bang over, and I, I mean I really hit, and I just turned fifty as well, so. You know, I wasn't feeling great, and, and uh, you know, and people go, it's just a number, and I'm going, it's a fucking big number. <laughs> you know, 49 sounds fine, doesn't it? 48, 50. Anyway, so I was struggling with that, and then I was going up to have breakfast, and, and, and with You're a You were also hungover, weren't you? I was slightly hungover. Yeah. I asked you not to mention that bit, but um, anyway, so, so, so I went, and I, went and, I, and I just hit the deck so hard, and I hit my hip, and, and the bike landed on my cage, and, and, um, and it was so bad. And I looked down, and all the wires that were going through were all bleeding. And, and I thought, shit, I've, I've broken my leg again, and I've broken my hip. And, and anyway, so I was lying there, and I managed to sort of somehow get up onto a stool that 
this lady from next door and Ollie came running out and, and kind of helped me up and, 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 um, and it was really painful. The ambulance came and they, they took me to the, to the hospital to, to have my, my, my hip x-rayed because we thought it was broken. And I remember he went into the, the, the emergency room and he said, he said uh, you know, they hand you over. And he said, okay, he said, uh, male Caucasian suspected broken hip, 50. <laughs> and I just thought, oh my God, I could smell the retirement home just coming off me, you know, as my wife shuffled me along. She was quite pissed off at that stage that, you know, I just definitely bust myself up again. But, but luckily, you know, I, 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 I didn't. And, and it's interesting with the, with the recovery, because, I mean, there are, you know, I make light of it sometimes, but there are, there are moments where, especially after, when after that falling off and, you know, I was just getting mobile again, and then I was stuck in the in the back in bed for another week, and and really struggled to to find the positive. And all those little milestones point. are so yeah. Important and there's lots of milestones. Way. You know, I mean, driving the car. I remember doing the same thing, wheeled out in my wheelchair into the car, and got in the car, and then drove off, and and and, and then someone had taken the parking space where I'd left the wheelchair. <laughs> This is a band in Wednesday. I thought, shit, I, 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 how am I going to get back out the car? And I had forgot my phone. And, 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 and then eventually I was just sort of parked in the middle of the road, beeping the horn. And eventually my wife came out and I'm sitting there like that. And she's like, what are you doing? You know, it's a lot of that. What are you doing? You know. Such a fault setting. Anyway, but it was, um, it was, uh, it, it, it was interesting. And, and, and I think all those, 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 those things in writing the book, and, and actually in fact... One of the loveliest things about writing the book was that I ended up spending a lot of time talking to Dad, um, and, and he's he's over in Ireland, and and and, um, and um, it was it was it was really nice to be able to sort of you know speak on a much more regular basis and and write this book and, and talk about the past and, and and it was nice it was it was a nice way of doing it. You are such a positive man. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, you are. Um, <laughs> I would love to hear your questions now. I think there'll be a microphone coming to you. Oh, yeah. If you put your hand up. Oh, <coughs> there's, there's several, but there's a lady in the front here. Yeah, thank you. Okay, well, I'm not going to actually ask a question, but I can totally relate to what you're saying. Oh, yeah. You saw me nodding my head Yes, there. yeah. Well, I have brittle bones and I've had over 300 fractures, Oof. so I have to say I have gone through hell listening to yeah, you. Yeah, all right. It's about me today, <laughs> OK? <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> I think you would make a fantastic honorary member of the Brittle Bone Society, oh, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I do feel like that, I must say. But yes, keep at it. Oh, thank it you there. very much. Well, it's very kind and, and, and thanks for coming along. Yeah, there's always one yeah. here in the front. I've seen you at the back too, so next time. After having gone through that, um, what would you... What's your next project and what would you do differently, you know, having experience, <laughs> no, not falling Tried off Tried not to bike. hit the wall, really. Yeah. I think that would have been the... Um, yeah, I, 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 well, well I, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it certainly does make you think about what you, 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 what you can do next. You know, and I remember, I remember sitting there at one stage when the doctor said that, you know, there was good, strong possibility you're going to lose your leg. And then at that stage, I was, I, I, I was on the phone to a friend of mine who lost his leg. Um, and still rides motorbikes, and he has a prosthetic with a with a with a with a uh, a magnet on his on his foot, and a magnet on the foot peg. So when he does when he does because um, he does a, a freestyle, you know, backflips on bikes and stuff like that. So it's very important when you land that your legs are on the are on the foot pegs, otherwise it's a disaster, especially <laughs> for this part. You know. <laughs> and uh, he uh, and so when he when he does a backflip and he goes to put his prosthetic leg back, he can feel the 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 click, and then he can land, and and um, uh, so so I was already sort of trying to sort of think about 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 those kind of things, but but you know you do you do think they're thinking you know and even now you know at the moment I can't really walk very well, and um, you know my right ankle is not good, um, and I can't walk long distances and it hurts all the time, and I need another couple of operations and 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 you know I, th I think I've resigned to the fact that I'm I'm still will only be sort of eighty five percent. Uh, to what I was, and and so, I suppose that does take, um, you know, adjustment really. Uh, but you've got projects coming up. But yeah, but but lots of projects coming up. I'm just off um, 
uh, on Monday of next week, I'm off to Africa to do a motorcycle tour. There's a couple of guys here who, who came on a couple of mud bike trips with me. I do these tours and take people from Cape Town to Victoria Falls and around Australia and stuff. And, and um, so I'm doing one of those. So I'll be on the bike for six weeks through Africa and, you know, having to stop because 40 elephants are crossing the road and, you know, <laughs> traffic, you know. <laughs> Always makes me giggle when people say, God, the traffic here is terrible. And I'm going, oh, oh, you should see Namibia, you know. And, and, um, and then so there's that. And then I, I do a lot of work with Movember. I, I had testicular cancer uh, five years ago and lost a testicle. And um, that was an interesting story. Actually. Well, that's it, yeah, because that uh, came about through your, through your dog. Yeah, my it? dog, my dog yeah. Ziggy. Yeah, yeah. He, he, my wife took him to, to, to the vet and, and, um, and the last thing he checked was his nuts. And, and, um, and he went, oh, one feels a bit odd. And my wife said, God, one of my husband's feels a bit odd. <laughs> And, uh, and he said, you should definitely get that checked out. And so, so I, my wife came back and said, you better get that checked out. So I, I, I went to the doctor and he said, oh, you've got to have a scan. So of course the doctor gave me the scan. And then um, the next morning, actually, 25 years of having the GP and he'd never rung me once. And, uh, and he rang me at eight o'clock in the morning. And he said, have you gone for that scan? And I said, no, but I bloody well will now. <laughs> and, uh, so then suddenly I found myself on the operating theatre. And, and on the table, and I, and I had the, there was the, the anaesthetist and the vet, I mean, the, <laughs> the, the doctor, <laughs> the surgeon. <laughs> Could have been a vet, I mean, yeah. I don't know. And, and, and he was looking down, and, and just as the anaesthetist was giving me this, that, 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 the, the, the anaesthetic, he looked down and he said, don't worry, Charlie, it's just like shelling peas. <laughs> <laughs> It might be for you, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and, and actually, just before that, he said, you know, he said, do you want a false one put in there? And I said, really? Can you do that? And he goes, yeah, yeah, no, you can. It's, it's, um, and I said, well, is it, is, it, uh, is, it, is it common? And he said, well, about 50-50. That didn't help the decision <laughs> at all, you know. And, um, and while he was saying that, he had the Sharpie in his hand, and he was marking, you know, they mark when you agree which testicle is going to be taken off and quite, quite critical, <laughs> critical moment, you know. So, so I said, I think, I think that's the responsibility I should have. So I took the Sharpie off him and he, and he, and he then, just as I was about to mark myself up, he said, yeah, but Charlie, you know, you are dyslexic. <laughs> I just handed it back. <laughs> and um, so he... Uh, Anyway, so, so I said, Ollie, what do you think about the testicle? You know, she goes, well, as long as it was bigger than the last one, I'd be fine. So I've got this false testicle now. And, and um, actually, in fact, it always just gets in the way all the time, actually. But, um, so uh, I was swimming in the Dead Sea and it kept flipping me over. And it, it <laughs> no, that's a joke. No, it really was. Um, uh, another question. There was, I think, yeah, hand up at the back there. Yeah, put my glasses on for that. You're all a blur past that. <laughs> anyway, do you still have that dog? Yeah, Ziggy. Ziggy. Oh. He's still. He's still around. He's fifteen now. Oh. But actually, I will say, you know, I think, um, you know, w one of the things that in, in men's health and stuff um, is is that we're very men are very bad at at, at keep looking after themselves and, and talking and, and and all that kind of stuff. And um, and what one thing I did learn from testicular cancer and and from doing a lot of work with Movember is is that you know it's it's it's, it's good to talk. And, and, and if you ask a mate, you know, how are you? You know, really ask, how are you? You know, and, 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 and try and get to know your friends in that way. And, and, and the other thing is that women do an amazing job at looking after, you know, and, and, and checking for breast cancer on a regular basis. And, and, and men need to do the same thing. You can get testicular cancer from the age of eight to 80. And, 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 um, and it's very simple, just when you have a shower, just get to know your nuts. And, 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 um, and they should both feel very similar. And, and if they don't, then, then definitely get it checked out. I mean, you could always check each other's out once a week. That'd be quite good, wouldn't if it? If you move to that point in Just your friendship, yeah. that really can. <laughs> do you have the microphone? Yes, I do, thank you. Um, I'm going back a few years before your accident and to when I first started watching on TV and your travels across continents and, and your travels with Ewan McGregor and getting completely involved when you were getting stuck in mud and stuck yep. in sand and it looked you know, as if you're never going to get anywhere. <laughs> and then suddenly I think, oh my God, there's somebody filming this. You know, who were the guys who followed you? Who, what happened? You know, 
you were having troubles, they must yeah. have been having troubles, and they had to film at the same time. Yeah. What mm. sort of support and backup did you have on these massive journeys? Oh, we just had a couple of helicopters, uh, <laughs> some RVs, and, and uh, no, uh, it was actually, it was, um, when you and I decided to do Long Way Round, I don't know how many of you saw that, but um, and the, the idea was that it was you and I and Claudio, uh, the cameraman, and, and, and he, and, and we would we'd be the three of us and he would film us, and then we had a support vehicle following us about half a day or so behind, and if a really good story came up, we would have the second camera come up and 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 they would they would they would get involved in filming and when we did stuff with unicef and children we would get all together so we'd have two or three cameras so we could film the the little things as quickly as possible to so the kids didn't 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 get affected by it so so we had this good we had this good relationship so 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 while we were going through these difficult things you know we would help claudio or claudio would would film while we were trying to get the bikes across and and, and between the three of us we we we, we would um we were sort of moseying on along and, and, and I mean, but Claudio, I must say, Claudio was a great character and, um, and you know, he filmed the whole, practically two thirds of that TV show on a tiny little, little Sony camera and, and, and his, his, you know, his involvement was so important in the TV show, but he was a terrible motorcycle rider. I mean, <laughs> you know, first he lied about that he had a motorcycle <laughs> license and, and, and then he had to take his test and failed three times. And then, um, and then, uh, uh, um, and then when we were riding him, he just had no spatial awareness at all. And, and, and I remember one time we were riding in, I think it was in, in Russia somewhere in, on these dirt roads and, and we had these walkie-talkies on, on the thing so we could all talk to each other. And, uh, and I mean, bear in mind, we're in the middle of nowhere and the walkie-talkie comes out and he goes, um, hello, it's Claudio. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, and and you go yes, Claire. And he goes, um, yes, I I think I've fallen off. <laughs> and uh, and you go, well, you have or you haven't, Claudio. It's really simple. He goes, no, no, yes, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> He's actually put some films up online about. That. I think you left that bit out, but uh, yeah, yeah. he has put some films out there. No, he's, he's really an amazing guy. About about that process. Really. Well, well, as well as that, you know, he's 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 very good, amazing guy. You know, and he 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 cut his 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 uh, he. He learned his trade um, in Afghanistan, and he, he was doing the, the Afghan war over there, and, and he went up with the, with, the, uh, with the Taliban up into the mountains and filmed them, and he interviewed bin Laden and told everybody he was a nutter before bin Laden was a nutter. <laughs> and um, and he's done all this hardcore stuff and, and, and surviving and stuff like that. And there's you and I going, yeah, well, we're going to be riding motorbikes and camping every night. <laughs> it's going to be really hard, and he's going, yeah, whatever. <laughs> And actually, he did say it was one of the hardest things he'd ever done in the end. But anyway, but there you go. Oh, Charlie, thank you so oh, much. Pleasure. I'm really sorry we're out of time, but I'm sure there'll be opportunities to mm. chat to Charlie when he's signing copies of his book, <laughs> yeah. which is freely available next door. But for now, thank you very much for Oh, uh, well, thank you, much for, thank, for you. thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. More podcasts and videos of Edinburgh International Book Festival events are available at www.edbookfest.co.uk on iTunes and YouTube. Just search for Edbookfest.